We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve Backintosh. Big snowstorm covers western Kansas. We have the story. Wichita nurses rally as union talks begin. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. The wintry storm system that swept through overnight is now well to the north and east of us, so much quieter weather is settling in for the rest of the morning. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. Western and northwest Kansas are hardest hit by a storm carrying snow and rain, causing slippery and road conditions across the state. Winter storm warnings and winter weather advisories were posted for much of the day Wednesday. Schools canceled classes and many remain closed today. Snowfall ranges from 1 to nearly 6 inches across western Kansas with 8 inches recorded at Goodland. Nurses who recently joined a union at Ascension Via Christi St. Francis Hospital held a rally yesterday morning showing support as a new contract is negotiated. They say their biggest goal is to provide better standards of care for their patients. Via Christi St. Joseph nurse Whitney Steinecke says they wanted to join in after recently filing their own petition to join the union. They have set the bar for us. It's been amazing to have them go first. It's actually made it easy, easier for us to be able to... In a statement, the hospital said it's looking forward to beginning talks so that union-represented associates may have the same access to competitive pay and benefits provided to non-union associates. Residents in the village of East Palestine, Ohio, are demanding answers after thousands of frogs and fish turned up dead following the derailment of a train carrying toxic chemicals. Officials held an open house Wednesday night to give the people information. Fox's Marianne Rafferty reports. Those angry residents of East Palestine demanding answers about worrisome symptoms many have had since the release of toxic chemicals into the air after that crash. They asked about testing of air and water quality in the area and whether the railroad should pay for it. Meanwhile, the EPA continues to assure the public that there's no immediate threat to their health claim area residents are finding hard to believe. And noticeably absent at that meeting, any representatives from Norfolk Southern Railroad. The company citing fears of potential violence, saying in a statement, after consulting with community leaders, we've become increasingly concerned about the growing physical threat to our employees and members of the community around this event, stemming from the increasing likelihood of the participation of outside parties. Ohio's Environmental Protection Agency says the latest tests show the village's drinking water is free from contaminants. They're encouraging people who have their own wells to get their water tested. That balloon shot down over the Atlantic Ocean may not have been a surprise to the United States military. Fox's Mike Emanuel reports. Sources insist the United States has been aware of the Chinese balloon program for months, noting... 
The administration briefed Congress about it in August. Officials telling our colleague Jennifer Griffin the U.S. saw this balloon take off from Hainan province on January 21st. Their assumption it would travel east because that's the direction of the winds. The U.S. was not tracking it the whole way. Sources noting the Pacific Ocean is a big place. Senators on both sides of the aisle are calling on the Biden administration for transparency when it comes to aerial devices that may have come from other nations. One person was killed, three more wounded Wednesday in a shooting at a shopping mall in El Paso, Texas. El Paso police say two people have been taken into custody, though details of what led to the shooting remain unclear. The 19-year-old man who killed 10 black people in a Buffalo supermarket attack has been sentenced to life in prison without parole. Judge Susan Egan sentenced white supremacist Peyton Gendron on Wednesday. You will never see the light of day as a free man ever again. Gendron, who live-streamed the attack in which he sought out black people at the Topps Friendly Market, cried during victims' impact statements. Brian Talley's sister-in-law, Geraldine Talley, was killed in the attack. The community is totally devastated, and you did this. I, I pray to God for your soul. I forgive you, but I forgive you not for your sake, but for mine and for this black community. Gendron also faces separate federal charges that could carry a death sentence if the Justice Department seeks it. In New York, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. It's Shocker basketball on the road tonight on the East Coast. We'll preview that here from Coach Brown coming up in sports. And if you own a Ram diesel truck, you may not want to park it in your garage. Okay. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 7.08, eight minutes past 7 o'clock. The heads of five of the largest tech companies in the world were sent subpoenas as some congressional Republicans accused them of censorship. 
Chair of the House Judiciary Committee, the GOP's Jim Jordan has been promising to take on big tech's content moderation, and on Wednesday, he took a big step in that direction. The chief executives of Meta, Alphabet, Microsoft, Apple, and Amazon all got subpoenas to produce documents by March 23rd that show communication between them and the executive branch relating to content. Republican leaders have long accused tech companies of political bias, while Democrats have said they're concerned the companies are allowing far too much hate speech and misinformation on their platforms. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. A grim record involving the homeless set in Oregon. There's been a 53% increase in homeless deaths year over year in the Portland, Oregon area. A new Multnomah County report says 193 people died in 2021. The number also shows substances contributed to an estimated 60% of homeless deaths. Methamphetamine, or meth, continues to be the number one drug noted, but fentanyl fatalities are spiking in the Portland area and elsewhere. The report relied on data from the medical examiner's office. Several West Coast cities in particular have struggled with stubbornly high homeless numbers in recent years. Tom Graham, Fox News. Well, if you own a Ram diesel truck, you may not want to park it in your garage. The Ram diesel trucks manufactured from 2021 through 2023 have electrical connectors that can overheat and cause a fire. Parent company Stellantis says the trucks are being recalled to replace the connectors after reports of six potentially related fires. Stellantis, formerly Fiat Chrysler, says it is sending letters to the owners of the nearly 241,000 affected trucks, notifying them of the recall. Gary Baumgarten. Fox News. KNSS News time now, 710, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. So far in traffic this morning, things have been looking pretty good here in the Wichita area. Uh, this storm really didn't uh, affect the roadways here in the Wichita area too badly. I suppose it's possible you could still see the occasional slick spot. It is also very cold out there, but really traffic running Fairly good so far this morning. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How you guys doing? Doing well. Yeah, doing yeah. Very well. Thank you. Yeah, you know, we, uh, we need that moisture, but, you know, as Jad mentioned, the storm didn't really do a whole lot for us. It looked like uh, the majority of the snow was up to the north late last night, early this morning, and then, of course, things getting started off to the west yesterday. Now, while things uh, have still been dry out there, you know, we could still use more moisture, of course. You know, at least we're not slipping and sliding all over the place for this morning's commute. So there's always two sides to the weather story, and it does look like we'll get a break from the active weather for a few days. We actually have another nice weekend ahead. So getting right into that forecast, uh, we'll gradually see the skies clear out. That may not happen until late in the day, but we should be able to see a few breaks and peaks of sun uh, just before we wrap up our Thursday. It's just going to be uh, bitterly cold out there. Uh, it's going to be a struggle to get up to the freezing mark. It's only expecting a high of 32 with a strong northwest breeze at 10 to 25. Going uh, from partly cloudy to mostly clear skies tonight, 
And then temperatures dipping back down into the teens late tonight into tomorrow morning. So it's going to be a frigid start to our Friday, but temperatures beginning to improve. High of 49, closer to average for our Friday with bright skies, lots of sunshine as high pressure builds in. 55 for your Saturday, 62 on Sunday, milder over the weekend with a mix of clouds and sun. There will be some wind, a bit of a breeze out there, but shouldn't be too gusty as we enjoy a, a, a nice, comfortable weekend. 59 on Monday, and then we'll have to keep an eye on the Tuesday-Wednesday time frame. Still looks like there may be some rain around the Wichita area. So far, we're only going with a 10% chance, but of course there's still time for things to change. So therefore, just keep a close eye on the forecast for the early to middle part of next week. Right now, we're at 23 degrees with an overcast sky. Northwest breeze at 15 miles an hour. Bring that wind chiller that feels like temperature down to 10. So we got still got a little snow cover out to the west and northwest. I guess about 8 inches of snow at Goodland, so that's pretty good, pretty good total. Yeah, and, you know, once that snow melts and they're able to, uh, you know, get that runoff, definitely going to help with those dry conditions out there. Notice I said dry conditions. I honestly, I don't think it'll help too, too much with the, with the drought conditions, but, you know, any help is better than none. All right. Thank you, Ronnell. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast. With Kansas today, meteorologist Ron L. Williams. I think I knew it wasn't going to snow when I saw an armada of snow plows out on the streets last night. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and, I, of course, that caused me to panic. I thought it was like, yeah, because we're only supposed to get a dusting or a trace. And I thought, has the forecast changed? Because I, I saw five or six snow plows out treating the streets last night. And of course, we didn't get anything. Made an assumption. All right. 713, Steve and Ted, we had a... Cloudy, windy day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature, 41 degrees, normal high, 49. Today is Thursday, February 16th, 2023. On this date in 2009, a tragic story from Stamford, Connecticut. A 200-pound chimpanzee named Travis went berserk, severely mauling its owner's friend, Charlotte Nash. Travis was not was shot dead by police. You know, I always think of a chimpanzee as this docile little monkey that you see in the Tarzan movies, and this thing was just huge, 200 pounds, and it for some reason went crazy. I almost bit her face off, you know. You remember that story? Wow. They finally, a little bit. people had to put her put the, put the, the chimp down. I was listening to a Conan O'Brien on uh, satellite radio the other day on his channel, and he was talking about working with a chimp one time, and they told him, don't look the chimp in the eye. Don't do this. Like they can just in a second, they can turn on you, and start ripping your face off. Coincidentally, I have a story. You ever heard this? You know, for several years, uh, I, I did a weekend uh, television show called Kansas Chronicles on Fox Twenty Four here in town. Every every uh, we would do stories about different places around the state, and and we did a segment on the, the Sedgwick County Zoo, and we were out there with the zoo director, of course, driving around in a little golf cart and. Taking videotaping and doing the interview and whatnot, and uh, we came to the uh, to the baboons, okay? mm -hmm. and we're talking about them. And uh, he says, uh, "I asked the zoo director. I said, uh, is it true that animals don't like to people to stare them right in the eyes?' He says, oh, no. He said, don't, don't don't do that. That's uh, they, that makes them nervous.' I said, ah, let's see. The baboon was right up next to the cage. Mm -hmm. I don't know about from here to that wall, maybe ten feet away." And I stared at his eyes, and all of a sudden, a big handful of chat just came flying out there, the sand right into our faces. I said, hey, I guess you got something there. Isn't that amazing, though? That's true. Well, that's probably but, what you would do if you were in a cage and people were coming up and staring, staring at you. Staring at you in the face? Yeah. <laughs> Throw a little sand at him.
Well, speaking of people misbehaving in public and monkeys, International Tennis Hall of Famer John McEnroe is 64 today. I'm teasing. A heck of a tennis player, but a guy who never spared the, never spared the comments during the, the match, did he? He would let the umpires know what he was mm-hmm. thinking about. He okay. was putting on a show. Does he still do commentary on tennis? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. He seems like a likable guy. Just a Yeah, at the time, I kind of found him irritating. And then over the years, I was like, he was pretty interesting. He was pretty funny. <laughs> he, knows, he knows about tennis. So there you go. He's having a birthday today. He is 64 years old. And he shares a birthday. Do you have any birthdays? I've got one. I've got one other than John McEnroe. A friend of mine named Paula Kid Casey is having a birthday today. And she is... Uh, well, she's a retired attorney here in Wichita, and uh, uh, her husband, Mike Casey, is a childhood friend of mine. We go back to seventh grade, so that's how I know Paula. She's a nice person, and I uh, enjoy her company. Paula Kid Casey having a birthday today. 717, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Sports time with Ted Woodward this morning. We got what, Shocker basketball tonight? Yeah, the Shocker men are on the road, and they're going all the way to the East Coast, heading to Philadelphia to take on the Temple Owls tonight. Temple in fourth place in the conference. The Shock's in seventh place. FanDuel has the Shockers as a three-and-a-half-point underdog heading into this one. Shockers have never won a road game at Temple in a couple of tries. First visit there in three years in conference play. The Shockers have won three straight road games. They've been playing very well on the road as of late. Temple comes in on a three-game losing streak. But the Shockers have been in this pattern where they they win on the weekends, but they lose on the weekdays. Haven't won a weekday game since before Christmas. They've lost six in a row on a weeknight. Let's see if the Shocks can put an end to that streak tonight. The play-by-play voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy, spoke with Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. These guys take 24 threes a game. They've got some good three-point shooters, so does that become uh, – they're going to be some long rebounds off of that, where Craig Porter and some of those guys, we talk about gang rebounding, that it is a big game for your whole team to be involved on the boards. Yeah, we got to defend the three-point line because, again, they got three really good guards. Hicks uh, made ten threes in a game. Nobody else in our conference in the last five years since I've been here has made 10 threes in a game. So we got to do a good job of our ball screen coverage, making sure that we communicate. And then we got to do a good job of contesting all battle shots. He's one of those guys that's really good off the bounce. And then we got to guard um, Dunn without fouling. He lives at the free throw line. So it's going to take multiple efforts a total team defense, and everybody guarding without fouling and limiting them to one shot. Shockers and Temple tonight. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole begin their pregame coverage at 5 p.m. The game will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening in Philadelphia. Listen to the Shockers live on 103.7 KEYN. Big night for the Shocker women last night at Coke Arena. As the Shockers beat Tulsa 84-68. 1,500 fans on hand for that one as the Shockers dominated inside. Wichita State got to the free throw line quite a bit and cashed in 21 of 24 at the free throw line for the Shockers as uh, they out-rebounded the Golden Hurricane 44-28, plus 16 on rebounding. Trajada Colbert with a double-double, 21 points, 14 rebounds. Jane Ascende, a career-high 27 points to go along with a dozen rebounds. Shockers dominated inside and got a 16-point win over Tulsa last night. We'll be talking KU basketball tonight, the KU uh, Weekly Basketball Hawk Talk with head men's basketball coach Bill Self. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight. Listen live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. 
Fifth-ranked Kansas getting ready to host Baylor in a massive game Saturday afternoon in Lawrence. So a lot to talk about tonight with Coach Self at 6 o'clock. Big win last night downtown at the Interest Bank Arena for the Wichita Thunder. The Thunder beats the number one team in the league, beat the Idaho Steelheads 6-5 to in overtime. Wichita was down 4-2 to in the third period and rallied, got the uh, game-tying goal, a power play goal with less than a minute to go in regulation, then got the game-winning goal just 30 seconds into overtime from Mikkel Stinnell. How about that? Final meeting of the regular season here between the top two teams in the division. Great win for the Thunder last night. 2,000 fans on hand downtown at Intrust Bank Arena for that one. Yesterday, the victory parade and celebration in Kansas City, Missouri for the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Hundreds of thousands of Chiefs fans lining the parade route and the rally site at Union Station in downtown Kansas City. And, of course, the Master of Ceremonies yesterday was the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Raise your banner if you are part of the Chiefs' kingdom. Raise your hand because for the second time in four seasons... There is a red and gold reflection on the Lombardi Trophy. A big red reflection. Your champions, Super Bowl 57, the Kansas City Chiefs. And among the speakers as well, the NFL MVP and Super Bowl MVP, quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Before we started this season, the AFC West said we were rebuilding. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know what rebuilding means. In our rebuilding year, we're world champs. We're world champs. The big rally and parade yesterday as the Chiefs celebrate their Super Bowl in their hometown up in Kansas City, Missouri. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 721 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. Beating the wintertime blues. That's on the way. Stephen Ted of the morning on KNSS. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 on this Thursday morning, yet a chilly 24 degrees. An award-winning actress known for her beauty has passed away. Raquel Welch, who was one of the biggest sex symbols of the 60s and 70s, has died. The actress passed away after a brief illness Wednesday morning. Welch catapulted to fame in the feature film Fantastic Voyage and One Million Years B.C. in the mid-60s. The latter film featured Welch in a beige-torn bikini that cemented her sex symbol status. From there, she blew up at a time she was one of the most in-demand stars in Hollywood, taking home a Golden Globe for her role in the 1974 film The Three Musketeers, starring Oliver Reed and Michael York. She was 82 years old. Michelle Polino, Fox News. U.S. Senator from Kansas Jerry Moran spoke at the Senate Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation hearing with the FAA regarding his priorities as the new ranking member of the Subcommittee on Aviation Safety, Operations, and Innovation. It's imperative for this committee to pass a long-term reauthorization. Prior to 2018, we had short-term reauthorizations totaling 28. It's no wonder there is uncertainty at the FAA and in the industry when we are so challenged in getting our work done. You can listen to Senator Moran's complete comments and the news story on our webpage at knssradio.com. 
A St. Louis woman who harassed a family for months is under arrest, but only after videos spread on social media. Judy Klein is charged with burglary, property damage, and unlawful use of a weapon. Doorbell videos posted by Fatima Suarez received millions of views. In them, a woman is heard saying, you're not American, get off my property, while also calling them illegals. Suarez's family is of Mexican descent. There's also a video of the suspect waving a hammer and shouting obscenities before smashing a basement window and the door of a dryer. The incidents go back to last January, but didn't get the attention of prosecutors until recently. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. A raucous town hall meeting in East Palestine, Ohio, where a train derailment nearly two weeks ago spewed toxic chemicals. Residents who were told they could get answers were upset to learn that Norfolk and Southern Railroad decided to skip the meeting. saying it feared for its employees' safety, but resident Linda Murphy found that ironic. They're worried about their safety. They're fearing their safety when they put everybody here in danger. East Palestine's mayor, Trent Conaway, promising... They screwed up our town. They're going to fix it. A representative from the EPA says tests on the town's municipal wells and the air have all come back safe. Residents asking why then are they suffering from headaches, burning eyes, and sore throats. Jack Callahan, Fox News. Ukraine has faced another overnight missile assault from Russia. 36 missiles in two hours rained down on cities from east to west. Ukraine says it shot down 16 of them, a less successful defence than it claimed to have put up in previous attacks. Authorities say a 79-year-old woman was killed and at least seven others injured. The head of Ukraine's presidential office warned Russia appears to have changed its tactics in order to get round air defences. We're also told a fire broke out at a critical infrastructure facility in the western province of Lviv. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Some of the heavier snowfall occurred well to the north of us and continues in extreme northern Kansas. For us, the cloud cover will stick around today. Temperatures in the upper 20s around lunchtime, 32 and breezy this afternoon. We will be clear overnight, yellow 18, sunny and 47 on Friday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. And now we have a cloudy sky, 24 degrees and a northwest wind at 16 miles per hour. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. And a would-be thief in California is dead after he attempted to steal a catalytic converter and was run over by the vehicle he was stealing it from. Oh, boy. The incident happened Tuesday in Palmdale, where a vehicle with four people inside pulled up alongside a Ford excursion in a store parking lot, according to the L.A. County Sheriff's Office. A man got out, climbed under the SUV, and began sawing off its catalytic converter, unaware that a woman was asleep inside. The noise woke up the woman, and she immediately started the vehicle and backed out of the parking spot. That's when she felt a bump like she ran something Ugh. over, a sheriff's spokesman says. The thief was rushed to a local hospital where he died. The other three people inside his vehicle were taken into custody, according to an incident report. Catalytic converter uh, is uh, something that b- began to appear on our, our trucks and cars in the 60s. Uh, it, it fits on where the, the, you know, it used to have a muffler. Well, this uh, the converter has some some contents in it that that uh, clean up the air as it goes out the exhaust pipe. That's the simplest way I can mm-hmm. put it. And there's some valuable metals in there, too. Very, yeah, and that's why they get stolen all the time. And they get, yeah, there's a market for them, and uh, the thieves will get them. Well, this guy, apparently his, uh, his greed got the better of him, and now he's got to answer to a, a higher court. Wow, that's a... 
Risky business jumping under a car like that. And here's another one for you. We're now doing our crime beat. This is mm-hmm. in Texas where a would-be robber ended up running for his life after his intended victim turned the tables on him. This incident occurred at a WB Food Mart in Houston where a masked man entered, pulled out a gun, and fired a bullet into the ceiling. The bandit then turned the gun on the clerk and demanded the money from the cash register. This is according to Houston Police Department. Instead, the clerk pulled out his own gun, and the two began shooting at each other. They had a shootout right there in the store. Quote, the suspect fired a final round toward the clerk before running away, says a rep of the uh, Houston Police Department. Despite the exchange of gunfire, neither man was injured, largely due to a bulletproof enclosure surrounding the register where the clerk was working. A robber remains at large. So a couple of cases where the bad guys didn't get much. They got more than they are bargained for. Let's put it that way. 7.35 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Ted, uh, they got a special guest coming up uh, in about an hour from now? Yeah, at 8.30 this morning, we're going to uh, be talking with famed singer Gilbert O'Sullivan. Wow. Guy that had some big hits in the 1970s, including Alone Again, Naturally, which is still getting radio airplay 50 years later. And And he's doing a tour, and we'll uh, we'll talk with Gilbert O'Sullivan at 8.30 this morning. On the Blur, right? Yeah, very special edition of the Blur. Okay. And I'm reasonably sure that... uh, you're going to have some information on the blur about the passing of uh, Raquel Welch. Um, uh, and she died at the age of 82, and it's one of the most, uh, in my opinion, one of the most attractive women who ever, who ever lived on this planet. I'm not arguing with you. Got in front of a camera. She was, uh, of course, she, some of her movies, uh, well, that 1 million B.C. was uh, where she came out of the surf, or out of the surf with a, what was it called, a, a skin bikini? Kind of a rabbit fur rabbit. Bi- yeah, bikini. And I didn't know women dressed like that back in. Well, you know, I mean, now we know. I didn't know they looked like that either. <laughs> I have a feeling that the, I didn't take that movie too seriously. But when she was on camera, nobody was watching anything. Uh, or oh, hello. Nobody paid any attention to the plot. It was it was Raquel. Plot? Yeah. What plot? Yeah. Actually, you know she was born. Uh, Joe Raquel Tejeda. Her father was Bolivian. Yeah. That's why she had that kind of that, an exotic look mm-hmm. to her, I guess. And started out uh, in front of the camera as a weather presenter in San Diego on TV. And from there, mm. yeah, away she went. I'll, well, tune, I'll tune into that forecast. Well, yes, sir. All right. Rockham Welch, 82. That's, that's young. Okay, Gilbert O'Sullivan. Uh, oh, you had a story on earlier this morning from uh, our Fox correspondent in London talking about the slowest cities in, a, in the world. Mm-hmm. And London is. And it takes... They base that on how long it takes, I guess, to get across this core yeah, area. Yeah, drive. Yeah. It takes uh, like uh, an hour and a half or something to get across six miles in, in in London. So it's like the slowest city in the world. Well, it's an old city and it's a big city. Uh, the streets that's are not. That's what you're going to find. If you've ever been to Europe, the streets are not very wide. Nope. And they and weren't designed with automobiles in mind. Yeah. I will say that uh, the several years ago when Shelley and I went to Germany to visit uh, – my son and his family, that uh, we took a field trip. We took a road trip from uh, from uh, the base there uh, in uh, uh, Ramstein in, in Germany across northern France and into over to the coast. And going through uh, Paris, of course, I don't know that we'd ever, I don't think Scott had ever been there. Scott was driving. He rented a great big Volkswagen van so all of us could go. 
and he had the GPS thing going. And I mean to tell you, he didn't waste any time. He got right around there. And we did, of course, stop at the Eiffel Tower for a while, but uh, he got right around Paris. He got right on through to the other side. I was kind of kind of surprised that he could do that. That was quickly. Now, what about what about Wichita? Now, if you're out there stuck in traffic right now, say, yeah, this is slow. But most no, of the it's time, not. You know the uh, what is it? That we've always uh, heard that the commute time, the average commute time, is something like what thirteen minutes, <coughs> thirteen minutes, something like that. Just nothing at all. So you know. <laughs> I think it takes me, of course, I don't have much traffic, and you don't, you don't either when you come to work, but it takes me about, I think I timed it out about 11 minutes from Riverside to here. It's uh, Douglas and Rock. And, of course, there's no traffic. Nope. The slowest part of that is going down 13th through uh, six or seven traffic lights before you get to the interstate. But, uh, yeah, if you're thinking that, uh, you know, the traffic's bad here and it's slow. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to complain. And then you go to Chicago or Boston or New York and you realize, huh. Our traffic isn't that bad. <laughs> That's right. And it's not, it's, you know, but p- people in those bigger cities, uh, our experience, Shelly, Shelly uh, for a while was staying in Houston when she worked for rent center and commuting down there on their highways in the morning. She got used to it and she said she felt safer on those highways because people were paying attention. You know, they were using their turn signals and you go a little faster, but uh, she got used to it. And scary, sounds scary to me, but anyway. Slowest city in America. All right, Ted. Last night you did the, the Shocker basketball game, the women's game, and you were doing the PA announcing out there. Yeah, I did the women's game for the first time this season. And it had a, a pretty good game. Yeah, right? it was a very good game. Very entertaining. Okay. Shocker uh, ladies, 16-point win. I forgot to mention something I was going to mention today, and that's to uh, Shelly and I and my brother Jerry and his wife Dorothy. We went out to the... To the pizza ranch to get some Mr. Piv and a, yeah, mm. and a piece of pizza last night. And I Sounds good into, to me. I bumped into Weston Sharps. Hey! The uh, football coach at the Capen. Yep, coaching legend here in the Wichita City League. He spent some time coaching at West, and that's where I got to know him uh, when he was coaching at West. And uh, I talked to Kashi. He stopped by, and we talked, and we chatted away for quite a while. A lot of, a lot to talk about when you're around Weston Sharps. Great guy. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. He's, Big personality and, and a lot of fun. And he said, telling his wife, he says, you know, Steve has been on the radio for what, here about 20 years? I said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coach 53. <laughs> and, uh, of course, his, 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 I guess with his grandchildren, they were sitting around, his daughter, they're not paying much attention. And then uh, Shart said, and Steve's a graduate of West High. And they all picked up because apparently they all went to West High. So, you know. That got me more attention than being on the radio for 53 years. Anyway, You'll take what you can get. Good to see him. He's, he's a great guy. 741 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS coming up. Uh, what do we got? Oh, the Wichita Business Journal updates on the way. A prediction of slower deliveries for the 737 MAX this month. That's on the way. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. SS. Stephen Ted of the morning, KNSS. 7.46 here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. One person dead, three injured in a shooting at a shopping mall in El Paso, Texas. Two. Nurses at Ascension Via Christi St. Francis Hospital in Wichita rally as union contract negotiations begin. One. 
Big rain and snowstorm blankets western Kansas. Some places, snowfall measures up to 8 inches. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Taking a look at the roadways here in the Wichita area, we've got some fairly heavy traffic right now east and westbound on Kellogg right around Meridian between there and Seneca. Just watch for traffic can slow down quickly when the volumes are that high. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Mostly cloudy, breezy, and cold today with a high of just 32 degrees. Yesterday's high was 41 Decreasing clouds and cold tonight, the overnight low 17. And for Friday, sunny and warmer, tomorrow's high, 46 degrees. Now a cloudy sky, we have a northwest wind at 16 miles per hour and 24 degrees. 747 now, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. And up close on Wall Street Wednesday. Stocks ending higher after new data showed retail sales rose 3% in January, which was the latest sign that economic growth picked up at the start of the year, which could in turn encourage the Fed to keep tackling inflation by raising interest rates. An Airbnb stock surging after its fourth quarter earnings beat analyst forecast, and the short-term rental company recorded its first full-year profit. And shares of Roblox, another big winner with its stock soaring 25% after the video game company topped bookings expectations for the holiday quarter. The Dow winners, Apple, Goldman Sachs, and Caterpillar. The Dow decliners, Chevron, United Health Group, and Johnson & Johnson. The Dow up 39 points. The Nasdaq up 110. S&P 500 up 11. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Ford Motor Company says it has suspended production and halted shipments of the F-150 Lightning electric pickup after a battery caught fire during a pre-delivery quality check. Production at Ford's Rouge Electric Vehicle Center in Dearborn, Michigan, has been stopped until at least the end of next week. The fire was discovered February 4th, and production halted a day later. Let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. The CFO of Boeing yesterday said to expect a delivery slowdown of its 737 MAX this month. Brian West said at Cowan Industrial Conference that the company still expects to hit its overall delivery targets for the year. However, as deliveries accelerate through the course of the year, Boeing did reveal this week that it made 35 MAX deliveries last month. The company had a similar dip sequentially from January to February last year. Boeing has forecast in excess of 400 deliveries on the MAX this year. That's up from 387 in 2022. Spirit Aerosystems in Wichita builds the full fuselage and other components on the MAX and has set its own delivery target on the 737 for Boeing at 420 for the year. The KC-135 tankers housed at McConnell Air Force Base in Wichita will need new inspections before being allowed to fly again. The U.S. Air Force is now mandating inspections of all of its KC-135 strato tankers for potentially faulty pins in the aircraft's tail. The service says all tankers will be restricted from flying until completing the roughly 30-minute inspection. Those found with the faulty part can be repaired in about a day, with the work being done primarily in Oklahoma City. And that's a look at business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, we're at 7, 7.50 here on this uh, Thursday morning, two days after Valentine's Day, and it occurs to me that this weekend could be for a lot of people, a three-day weekend. We've got President's Day coming got up Got a federal on holiday on Monday, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, and, uh, yeah, 
people are planning ahead for that. I, I, we were thinking about uh, Super Bowl Sunday. That we were thinking that Friday, a lot of people took that day off. And I wonder how many people then agreed and went ahead and took Monday off as well. I took a four-day weekend. And say, look at that video that was uh, from the uh, celebration there in downtown Kansas City uh, for the Chiefs' victory in the Super Bowl. A lot of people down there, crowded down in there in, the, in that area. Of course, that's right around, was it they wound up right there in front of Union Station? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big area. Um, yeah, right there at Union Station and that massive hill leading up to the National World War I Memorial. And the, the, that's right there, the World War I Museum there. If you've never been to it, uh, it is, it's terrific. It's a great little museum. Of course, well, one, of our, one of the people from that area, Harry Truman, actually was an artillery officer uh, during World War I. And so there's part of, the, part of the lore from Kansas City. But everybody got to talk, I guess. Uh, the coach, Coach Andy Reid, got to say some things. And, of course, uh, Mahomes, you had some sound on that in our sports this morning. Uh, looks like everybody just were having a great time. I know Mitch... Mitch was emceeing the whole thing. Yeah, he was, yeah he was and having he, a good time, too. He was, he was in his element. He, he <laughs> was waving this giant Chiefs flag. It was fantastic. <laughs> well, it is something to celebrate, too. You know, of course, we've had the Chiefs on the air here on KNSS for several years. How many? What, five or six? Six, I believe. Six. We just wrapped up our sixth year. And, uh, yeah, this, this is, is the radio f- home in Wichita for the Kansas City Chiefs. And, uh, yeah, the, the uh the broadcast of the games are always terrific. I've listened to them many, many times. The Mitch and all the people he has helping for him. Got a lot of features on there, and you get so much information mm-hmm. on the radio. A, so much It's a great broadcast. They it do is. a fantastic job. Yeah, so congratulations. And now two Super Bowls to. Where, do they keep, where would they keep that trophy? At Arrowhead well, I know somewhere? the first trophy is, is uh, there at Arrowhead in the, in the team offices. You know, and there's, there's talk now. Uh, of building a new uh, baseball stadium downtown. Mm-hmm, that's really gained a lot of momentum. What about football stadium? Have you heard anything on that? Nope. Think you're going to keep it out there? Plenty of parking. Yeah, yeah, I got plenty of room. Plenty <laughs> of room for tailgating. And you know, it's not hard to get in and out of Arrowhead and Kauffman Stadium. I don't think you get you get to the highway. If you can get to the front door, they'll get you in there pretty quick. Yeah, that's one thing I like about it. They they have really they they know how to handle a crowd. So. At When's the rate, last time you went to a football game there? I've been to one in my life. <laughs> okay. I've been to one Chiefs game in my life. I don't think it's very easy to get in and out of there, personally. Well, I don't, it was so long ago, I probably <laughs> forgot, you know. But uh, now, and this is how, and I don't know what year it is. Maybe you can help me. I watched it, we watched a game, and we were in the end zone up in a, in a box. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, some promotion at the radio station where I was working, but uh, Christian Okoye was playing. Okay. And this guy was what? He was a running back. He was about six three and two twenty. The something. Nigerian nightmare. Oh, I would hate to try to tackle him. Anyway, so, so that had been in the early nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got loose and came down the sideline and went for about eighty yards. Nice. <laughs> Nobody caught him. I think like, you can't catch that guy. Well, he was. Anyway, it was interesting. My son Scott and one of his good friends, uh, James Espinosa. You know James. Oh, sure. With PD, they went up to a game uh, a couple of weeks ago. I don't think Scott had ever been to a professional football game. And he said the thing that interested him was with the, this is probably, is it supposed to be one of the loudest stadiums in the country? Yep, it is. He said when Mahomes, count, he, when Mahomes barks signals, you can hear him all over the place. His voice really carries. Well, yeah. they don't make noise when the home team oh, has yeah, the ball. Yeah, they're quiet then. <laughs> that's, that's why. All right. Anyway, congratulations to the Chiefs. What a great season. 
Today is Innovation Day, Ted. Okay. Recognizing the role that new knowledge plays in making a country more advanced and powerful. Oh, all, knowledge, all knowledge is new to me. Seeking new knowledge. Well, yeah, there you go. This day is a great way to only uh, not only make the existing crop of scientists feel valued and appreciated. By the way, it's, I guess you could hug a scientist today. No. Oh, okay. It also inspires young people to pursue a career in technology and innovation on Innovation Day. I don't know that I personally know a scientist. Do you? A scientist. Hmm. I guess I don't. I did know that I science think about teachers it. in school, but they, I didn't do well in science. So there you I go. I must not run in that crowd. Uh, yeah. Not, to, not too intellectual then, huh? Okay. Stephen, 10 of the morning, KNSS here on this Thursday morning. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, stay with us. We've got a lot to share with you about the big snowstorm that covers western Kansas. That's on the way. Ted's got sports coming up, right, Ted? Yeah. A great date in Shocker basketball history that we will tell you about coming up in sports. Plus, you've got entertainment news. Yeah, very special uh, entertainment episode of The Blur today at 8.30 this morning. We will be talking with music superstar Gilbert O'Sullivan joining us today. And, of course, we have traffic and weather on the way in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 